man, I can listen to this song forever. Hey, everyone. I am Brandon Avera. I am your host of the Life of an Average Joe podcast. And I want to first off and say thank you for checking us out, following us, listening, liking. Maybe this is your first time. Maybe this is your last time. Actually, after this podcast, it might be your last time. Um, But uh, either way, I truly appreciate the support I've had over the past couple months in starting this awesome project. And it's only going to get bigger from here or never get bigger or shrink or disappear. I don't know. Either way, here we are. We are in the life of an average Joe podcast. Let's talk. So, and I got to prepare myself and I got to prepare all you guys right now. This is not going to be your typical life of an average Joe podcast. This is not some story about me and Tommy Lee. This is not a story uh, about Halloween and horror movies. This is not a story about craft beer. This is not about a drunken trip to Ireland. This is actually a a subject that I said I wouldn't really get much into. And we're going to talk politics. Or you know what? I should say that this is the political episode. Okay, probably the only political episode. Definitely the only true political episode in 2020. Unless something drastic happens, I don't foresee me talking about anything related to elections, governors, mandates, presidents, vice presidents, policies at all in the foreseeable future because I am sick to death of hearing about it, okay? I am beyond tired, as I'm sure all of you are. But because we are living a mere two weeks away from, the, from election day, early voting has already started here in Texas. Uh, we're going into the second week of early voting. Uh, I've already voted. Um, and this is not a rock the vote campaign. Um, but we are, we are nearing it, and, and it is heating up. Um, everything is heating up. Unfortunately, not in a good way. Unfortunately, just as the, the rubber stamp was put on 2020 when, when, when this year started, and that stamp said faulty year, this is a faulty election. So I want to I wanna make something clear real quick. If you don't want to hear about this, you don't want to hear what I have to say, you disagree with me, you, you, you agree with me, you like it, you hate it, it doesn't really matter to me. I, truthfully, I could care less. I don't care at all. Um, but I don't think that we should be silent in our opinions. I don't think we should be silent in our views. There's a time and a place, of course, and there's a way of delivery, but I have sat back and watched. I'm 41 years old. I'll be 42 in November, five days after actually, (laughs) the election. Um, A lot in my 41 years, almost 42 years, uh, has changed. You know, not just in my life, but in the world of politics, you know, in the presidential election, in the way that that voting is done, in in the way that voting's perceived, things have changed. And we would be foolish to not address some of those. Now, some of you are young. Some of those you haven't, you know, maybe this is your first time voting. Maybe you think this is normal. I can assure you this is not normal. Nothing about this year is normal, especially the election. I mean, think about it. We're voting for Donald Trump or Joe Biden. That's, I mean, that alone should tell you that this is an odd election. But my problem is, and, 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 and I need everybody to take a minute. I need everybody to, to put their Trump flags down to put their Biden bumper stickers. Oh God, if, you're, if you have a bumper sticker, you're, you're an idiot anyway. 
But to put your Biden bumper stickers away, to put your Biden yard signs down for a minute, to set down your views and opinions. If you're a Democrat, set it down. If you're a Republican, set it down. If you're independent, whatever. If you're anarchist, set it down for a minute. And let's just listen. Listen to what I'm trying to say to you, what I'm really saying. We need to, we need to throw these beliefs out the window for a minute and look at our political system. Let's look at how this country was developed, how this country started, how our political system was put into place. Would it match what it did back in the day? No, of course not. You develop, you change, you grow. The Constitution is somewhat of a living thing. You know, in all fairness, they didn't even think we were going to be alive past 30 years. So we can't sit there and say that the Constitution can't be adjusted. Now, they had the, the foresight to really think about these things and put them into place so that we can apply them today. But it doesn't mean that some things aren't adjusted there or adapted for the surrounding area. Uh, that's, I'm sorry, not surrounding area, for the surrounding growth. That's what the Constitution is there for. So if we can set all this aside, guys, and we can agree that for the most part, everybody listening, for the most part, is an American citizen. You're an American. You have a stake at what's going on in this country. You make your living here. You raise your family here. You're going to raise your family here. You run your business here. You have a job here. You pay taxes here. You're an American. If you're not an American and you're listening to this, you still have a stake what's going on because you know the platform of this country has changed. The landscape has completely changed. Things are gone out the window. What you've known of previous elections have gone out the window. So now that I rambled on for 10 minutes and you guys are trying to figure out what my point is, my point is this. Stop it. Enough. And I've said it before. I sit back on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn even, I don't do Snapchat very much. I sure as heck don't do TikTok. Um, I'm not a 17-year-old girl who wants to be a stripper, so I don't do TikTok. Um, But stop it. I have watched friends, family, coworkers, siblings, not my sibling, but siblings unfriend each other, not just as an act on social media because they didn't want to see what the other person was going to say. But in real life, I have seen arguments turn heated, disagreements turn into volatile name-calling and and degrading statements to one another as human beings. I've seen people simply comment on an article that they've read, not a derogatory comment, an an observation or a question, be attacked by a bunch of couch potato trolls on Facebook for even opening their mouth. There is this subculture, or maybe it's not even a subculture, maybe it's a real culture, of toxic human beings that if you don't agree with every single word they say, how they say it, how they write it, when they say it, they will attack you verbally, sometimes physically, And they won't stop there. They will keep harassing you on social media until you're done dealing with it, until you're silenced to where you can't speak your opinion or ask a question. When did we allow Jim Bob, 
who's 500 pounds eating a hot pocket, living in his mom's basement, dictate what we can say on social media or in public for that matter. And I'll tell you what, it is a complete reflection of our political system. Now, some of you can sit there and I can hear you voices already say, oh, well, Trump, Trump made life this way. Look, guys, I'm here to tell you something real quick, okay? It's going to be mind-blowing. It might change your life if you let it. No, he didn't. You know what? Trump didn't do everything. Yeah, I said it. I know. I can, I can see the numbers. The, the, the listeners are dropping like flies. I don't care. Trump didn't do everything. Now, is Trump a 74-year-old narcissistic, egotistical baby? Yep, sure is. 100%. Is he at times so loudmouthed that we have no idea what kind of toxic garbage is coming out of it? Yeah, he is, man. Sometimes I shake my head at the things that he says. Sometimes I cringe when I see his tweets pop up. I almost got to the point where I'm like, dude, I got to unfollow this dude. Because, I mean, he tweets more than I do. But guess what? He isn't responsible for creating this toxic culture. The problem is that toxic culture was already there. Now, maybe he amplified it, which is a whole other topic that I'm not going to get into. Because the topic I'm focusing on is the toxic culture was underlined and there to begin with. And, and we've sat back and allowed it to dominate the media, social media, our lives, radio, and the presidential election. You realize that these two people, these two old, old farts that, that me at 41 years, years old can't relate to either one of them, quite frankly, has a vote of no confidence in either one of them. We allowed them to debate each other in a way that is no different than two four-year-olds fighting over the last chocolate chip cookie. Only one's louder than the other. That's it. You have a feeble old man and a loud mouth. And that is who we allowed to be in office. And the reason we allowed this to happen, or the way we allowed this to happen, was we sat back and we allowed these politicians on both sides, the Pelosi's, the Schumer's, the Clinton's, the Romney's. I'm going to keep going because it's not just a Democrat-Republican thing. The Sanders. We allowed them to dig in so deep and get lost in this political wasteland that they, they, number one, can't remember how they got into politics in the first place. Number two, don't even know what their agenda is anymore because they're so worried about protecting themselves and being right and winning that America is losing. Every time Nancy Pelosi carts her old cripple self up there, and I can say that because that's how I feel, but you know what? Let me be better than her. I'm going re- to retract that statement. Every time Nancy Pelosi gets on the microphone, gets on TV and opens her mouth, she does a disservice to, the, to this United States. And as a Democrat, I would be embarrassed of her. I would look at her and say she is not reflective of my party. And if you have sat back and bought it 
time and time again, year after year. You can sit back and you can tweet anti-Trump sentiments, anti-Republican slurs, and sit there and, and just salute the Democratic Party without question, then they won. They have won. They have beat you down to the point that you are drinking the Kool-Aid, that they, have, they are pouring, that you are buying into the, to, to this hypocrisy that they have spewed. And let's flip, let's cross the aisle, let's go to the Republicans. As a Republican party, if you've allowed Trump to be your guy, you've failed. Gone are the days of Bush and Reagan. I don't care what you have to say about them. Gone are the days of JFK. We have a political mess and it goes beyond the presidency and it goes beyond Trump and it's going to be here long after Trump is gone and long after Biden's gone. If we don't stop or if we don't start holding them accountable, if we sit back and let these two fight like they're on a basketball court, if we sit there and let them throw, throw bows at each other instead of being the leaders we're supposed to be, there is no way that we should have leaders on either side calling each other's names. But we allow it. We allow it because we continue to vote for them and we continue to repeat what they say. You got, Rob, you got Robert De Niro, an actor, an overrated actor, might I add. Yeah, I, I said it. I'm not scared. I, I, maybe overrated is the wrong one. An actor that is, his, has his best years behind him. He's no Pacino. I don't care what anybody says about Pacino getting old. Pacino's a better actor than Bobby D. Period. But you have Robert De Niro going out saying, I'm going to punch Trump in his effing mouth. That's, that's, that's him. And that's acceptable. That's okay. He's allowed to say that. He's allowed to be in character from Casino or The Irishman. Or heck, he was even in Godfather too. Uh, he's allowed to stay in character and act like a tough guy when in reality he's just an old fucker from Meet the Parents. He's not a fucker, I know. But that's what he is. And it's okay. It's okay to allow Hollywood to make threats like that. It's nothing wrong with that. But reverse it. If somebody came out, James Woods, who's pro-Trump, says he's going to punch Robert De Niro in the effing mouth, we would never hear the end of it. Doesn't that say something to you? As a Democrat, don't you sit there and say, wait a minute, guys. We need to stop. You know, but Robert De Niro, shut up. You just go make your crappy movies, and maybe we'll watch them, maybe we won't. And you're entitled to your opinion, and it's a free country. And it's freedom of speech. But freedom of speech doesn't mean that you get to say stuff without repercussions and consequences. I can say whatever I want right now. But if I lose every single listener... That's my consequence. James Woods can sit there on Twitter and bash the Democratic Party and say whatever he wants. But if Hollywood never puts him in a movie again, well, that's his consequence. So we need to sit there and and stop it. Let's just, let's knock it off. If our leaders, between Pelosi and Trump, and, and it's endless, sit there and call each other names, and we don't sit there as, as American people and say, knock it off, enough. You guys have been in office a lifetime. You have made millions. You have a home. You have the best health insurance in the world. And since July, you've been fighting over a stimulus bill. 
I'm not talking about sending me another $1,200 check. Would I take it right now? Yeah. Is that what the country needs? I don't think so. We need true economic plans to get this place back on its feet again, like it was. But you've been fighting because you want five point or 2.5, whatever, trillion dollars. I don't even know if I know how to write a trillion for things that don't matter. But the party, the Democratic Party, is so entrenched in anti-Republican and anti-Trump that they're, that they're like blaming the Republicans saying they won't give us a trillion dollars. Well, who would give you a trillion dollars? And on the Republican side, they're so mad and being so frustrated about it that I don't think they're making enough concessions because yeah, you hear they meet you in the middle, but they're not meeting in the middle. Meanwhile, the American people suffering. The unemployment rate in Texas is almost 9%. Okay, now that's a huge drop, but it's gone back up. Businesses may be open. Everybody may be walking around with their heads in the sand, but you have businesses closing still. You have breweries that closed. You have bars that closed. You have corporations that closed. Major chains have closed. Not to mention, a lot of these companies are used to the idea of being at home. And they're starting to cut people now. And we're starting to see it. Corona cases on the rise. I don't care what you believe or don't believe. Cases are cases. If somebody said, hey man, we've got a thousand more flu cases today and two thousand more tomorrow... And people were like, ah, it's just the flu. Well, look, man, I don't know about you, but I don't want to be sick for a couple weeks. Lose a bunch of money more than I already have. Meanwhile, you've got both parties fighting because they want to be right and they want to win for themselves. The Republicans and Democrats are acting like children. And we've allowed these people to create their own agendas and become wealthy off the backs of the hardworking individual while we suffer to pay our rent and our bills. So you can sit there and vote Biden all you want. You can b- vote Trump all you want, but let me, let me break it down for you. They don't care about you. Neither one of them. They have made money and lost money off your work. And when you can't put dinner on the table for your kids, well, you have to pick which day of the week you don't eat so that your children can eat. Call Trump and Biden and see if they give a damn because they don't. Why don't you email Pelosi and her million-dollar California home? See if she cares. One of her homes, mind you. Why don't you ask Schumer, who's been hiding up until recently? He's been in office Forever. They've been in office forever. And we, the American people, have allowed it. We've allowed it. We've allowed these people to create a business within the government at on our dime. They have the best health care in the world. They have the best resources in the world. Meanwhile, I feel sick. I got to go to an urgent care and pay $300 out of pocket just to get things checked out. And it's okay. And you want to tell me that Biden is the answer? I'm going to tell you right now, Biden's not the answer. Nor is Trump. 
All you're doing is swapping, uh, swapping pieces in the same political game. Okay, so maybe this will calm down and this will, this will change. Maybe taxes will go up, but maybe people will be okay because they, have, they don't like Trump and everybody's happy and he's out of office. Great. And you still got them making money off us. You still have them looking out for themselves and their party. It's become about the party and not about the people anymore. And we, the people, built this country, not them. So when you go to vote, don't just sit there and vote for whoever because somebody said so. Do your research. You know, it's funny to me that in years that there's a candidate that somebody doesn't really like, all of a sudden there's a big push. Radio, social media, celebrities, your vote matters, your vote matters. Apparently every other election it doesn't matter because it doesn't happen. It only happens now. And really what they're saying is, your vote matters if you vote for our guy. This is not, they're not preaching, rock your right to vote. It's a duty. It's a civic duty. The American people earned it. You should do it. They're not preaching that. They're saying that. But what they're saying is, vote for our guy, not your guy. That's a problem. Billions of dollars spending on advertisements to rock the vote. It should be that way every year. You should vote every year. I mean, you know what I mean. Every election. Do your research. When you go to the polls, I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, Independent, or what. When you go to the polls, research. Don't look at what the people say. Because if you're voting off of what somebody says, you are failing yourself and the rest of this country. Because I could sell you anything. Doesn't mean I'm right. Doesn't mean I'm going to do it. Look at what they've said and how have they backed it up look at their policies what were their stance on policies through the years joe biden's been in office since the t-rex was running around frisco i'm sure he's had to vote on, <laughs> vote multiple times on policies look at his stand on policies what has he pushed through what has he done what has he gone against trump i mean okay granted trump is a hard one i mean he hasn't been in the political office for that long but go back in history. It might be a short history, but let's look. Let's look at what he did policy-wise. Look at everything. Don't worry about what Trump says, because if we listen to what Trump says, oh my God, I, I would go crazy. Just look at his policies. And people are allowed to change their mind, too. I need to tell you that, guys. You know, sometimes in life, you believe something... And as you grow and, and you get more involved in day-to-day -day matters and experiences, you change your mind on something. It's human nature. It's okay. So I don't want to hear about flip-flopping. You know, unless you tell me today the sky is black and tomorrow you tell me it's purple, then I got a problem. But in the meantime, people can change. But when you're voting even in local elections, you're voting for mayor, you're voting for city council, look at what they've done. Don't look at just because you recognize the name or or what they're saying. Look at what they've done. See if it matches up to what you think is good for this country. Not what's good for, for them. Because right now, neither party's telling us anything other than that they're both children and they're looking out for themselves. Period. And I'm sorry, at 41 years old, I have zero faith in the political system. On a local level, I think it matters way more 
Now, does that mean that the President of the United States can't affect my life? No, of course he can. Do I worry about that? Yeah. But if you want to change the CEO of a company because you don't like them, you start changing the level of employees you hire and start changing the management that you train and eventually somebody will take his spot. And that's what we need to do here. Look at your own backyard. If you live in Frisco or around here in Texas or Dallas or out of state, look at your own political figures in your own backyard. Look at them the same way you look at the president. Vote them for them the same way you would vote for the president. Change your backyard. Own your home. Then you can own the state and then you can own the country. We pay for these people. We work hard. When I go work overnights and then I go to my second job, my tax dollars goes out for this. You think I want some of these buffoons sticking in office for 40-something years doing nothing, arguing about what type of relief they're going to give the American people, and all they're doing is throwing slander at the other party? Come on, man. They should be ashamed of themselves. Both of them, both sides should be ashamed of themselves and embarrassed. Because I'm embarrassed for them. When I talk to my friends overseas and they look at America, it's a laughing stock right now because we're not who we should be. And we're just, and we're condoning it. We're condoning it by the hatred we spew on social media and the hatred we do in public. It's enough already. If somebody's got a Biden sign on their yard, who cares? If somebody's got a Trump sign on their yard, who cares? You know how many friends I have that are voting both ways? Am I going to stop hanging out and drinking a beer with them because I might not agree? No, it's because I'm an adult, not some freaking child. Knock it off. Because if you keep fighting America, this is the type of crap that we have back in the office. This is what we have to deal with. And it's only going to hurt us. You know, it's always amazed me that when you look at people that are running for, for any really political office, I mean, unless it's super small, but you look at like the big senators and you look at presidents and vice presidents, the amount of money it takes to, to do that is sad because how is somebody that's a millionaire going to relate to the American people? Maybe they weren't always a millionaire, but you see a lot of these political families, these dynasties that have been rich for generation after generation. Well, how are they going to relate to a guy like me who's paying his bills and looking about how much money I have for my son to eat this week or next week or the month? How could they ever relate when they've never had to do that? Why is it that so many millions of dollars are spent on campaign ads to get the president in the office? Let's say I was running for president. Not that I could. Not that anybody would ever want to see that. But let's just say I was running for president. We're going to go there in this hypothetical, imaginary world. If I'm Joe Schmo, the average Joe, I cannot compete with him. If I have good policies and I have good ideas and, you know, I'm a, I'm a good speaker and the people like the public generally like me, I am never going to come close to the debates because I don't have enough money to put myself there. So even though I may be the right guy for the job on paper, my ideas, 
I will never be in a debate or getting that close to the office at all because I don't have the money to keep up with these millionaires. So why is it you have to be a millionaire or pretty wealthy to get into the political ring, the real political ring? That's a problem. That means that you are buying your way to the White House. Now, there are some that throw billions and billions and billions or millions of dollars, I should say. Just look at the former mayor of New York. Millions and millions. I mean, the spending was ridiculous. And then disappeared. But why does, I mean, again, he threw all those millions of dollars away. He knew he had no shot of winning. But he threw it away and then he backed Biden in the long run. It's a game, folks. You and I have no business being in that arena. And we can anyway. Because we don't have enough money. So that means that the money makes the White House. Does not anybody see a problem with that? That's why I say look in your backyard, vote for city council, vote for the mayors, vote on policies and proposals and propositions in your own neighborhood. It's going to have a greater effect on you and who goes in the office or governors or anything like that. doesn't mean you ignore it. But we need to stop sitting here screaming the Democratic flag and or screaming the Democratic cheer and holding the Republican flag. We need to stop that because they're both corrupt and they're not the same parties that you and I knew five years ago, 10 years ago. It's a joke. Pelosi, Schumer, all of them should be voted out. Every single person should have a term. And there's Republicans too, trust me, I got a list. Get rid of them. Because you're doing nothing but hurting the American people. I'm so sick of going on Twitter and seeing our president spew nonsense. I'm so sick of seeing Pelosi answer with nonsense. I'm so sick of both of them. I want to vote both of them out. Doesn't mean I want to put Biden in. Because I don't think he can do it either. But this isn't about who you're voting for. This is about realizing that we are better than the toxic venom that is being put in our face. We are better than CNN and Fox News. We are better than Twitter and Facebook. We are better than the free press. We are better than all those newspapers. Don't listen to them, guys. Don't get in an argument with somebody about their beliefs. Listen, talk, disagreement, conversation, debate. But understand that you two walk away, you're still friends, you're still family. Don't let this political mess spew into or seep into your life and destroy your relationships the way it has. So as you get out to vote, I'm telling you, do your research. And I don't care who you vote for, guys. I really don't. I do think it's important to vote. I really do. But I don't think it's important enough to wear a sticker. You want want a cookie because you voted? Um, But I don't think it's important enough to lose friendships over, you know? I voted for Trump the first year, first time. Why? Because I think Clinton's the biggest snake I've ever seen in my life. Does that mean that I didn't think that I thought that Trump was an angel? No. But this election was the hardest one for me right now. You know, this was very difficult. And it was rough because I don't like either of them. So, I mean, what do you do in that situation? You realize, 
that no matter what you do, the outcome's the outcome, your friends are your friends, your family's your family, and that you just do the best you can to take care of each other. And don't worry about the nonsense in Washington unless it directly affects you. Vote in your own backyard. Take care of that political party. Go back to the basics. You know, what is this senator doing for us? What is this governor doing for us? What is this mayor doing for us? You know, what is their agenda? Look at everything. Because the minute that you realize that that has more impact than what goes on on the big stage, you'll be better off. I encourage everybody to stop arguing on social media, to stop sticking up for one opponent versus the other or or one party versus the other because neither party is sticking up for you. They don't care. The sooner you realize that, the better off you'll be. Trust me. I realized it. It, it, I I am embarrassed. I'm saddened. But I realized it. And both of them can fight over this and fight over that all they want. We, the people, run this country and have to take care of it ourselves. We have to take care of our own backyard. No, I'm not screaming some anti-government rhetoric. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not one of those stupid, crazy guys that sits in the back of a, of a, of a trailer, you know, talking about how they're going to rule the world. No, I'm not that guy. I'm just saying... Our system needs a change and it starts in our backyard. It starts with us, our entire system. Throw them down. Remove the fat cats out of office. Start over. Build it up. Do it the way that this country was built. Vote smart. Don't vote off words. Vote off, vote off knowledge. Vote off what you read, what you not read on social media, what you researched. Don't vote because your husband or boyfriend voted this way or girlfriend voted this way or mom voted this way. Vote the way that you think you should vote because you did the research. And it doesn't matter what people say on who you voted for. That's your right. You do you. But take care of your own backyard first, guys. So look, I'm done. That's it. That's the political one for the day. Share it, like it, please comment. I would love to hear some feedback. You can email me at bknovera at gmail.com. You can also reach me at toycarsinthenightstand.com or you can comment on the Life of an Average Joe podcast. I believe most of those have ratings, reviews, whatever. Would love to hear that. Don't forget to follow. And uh, this is the last one, guys. This is the last political nonsense that I'm going to do. I really appreciate you letting me go off on a rant like that. I'm not going to keep going anymore. I've hit my mark. So uh, be nice to each other. Be kind to each other. Uh, Just to let you know, there will not be a podcast the week of Halloween. I've got too much stuff going on. So, um, you know, go ahead and listen to some of the past episodes. And don't forget to check out Toy Cars on the Nightstand.com, my blog, as well as Trash Talk every Tuesday at 8 a.m. with Stuart Sachs. Very excited. You can listen right here on Anchor, Spotify. Trash Talk's fun. Trash Talk's fun. We got some good ones, too. This one coming up this Tuesday is a great one. All right, we'll talk to you soon, guys. Be safe.